What is good, RPG Nation? I am back after a little honeymoon trip with the lady. We went to Greece. I scoured the ends of the earth for fantasy football impact players. Couldn't find anybody in Santorini, but saw some great views, had a great time. Let's talk about some football. First, you know, got to get into it. This is always brought to you by Dubby, the jitterless energy drink. So go ahead and use code FFRPG at checkout for a little, little discount code and a little bit comes back to us. Uh, if we did get enough, then maybe we can finally buy a desk instead of using seven board games to hold up my TV and my mic right now. Anyway, waiver wire week seven. Things got crazy this week. We had an unreasonable amount of injuries. Anthony Richardson is on IR. Christian McCaffrey is dealing with an oblique injury. Roshan Johnson was out with a concussion. Is he worth a pickup? We'll talk about it here. First things first, Bo says hi. Hi, Bobo. Bo's going to co-host today. So, as we are looking at it, most important running back pickups are the 49ers running back. Jordan Mason. Uh, take your pick. I mean, a lot of people are thinking that Eli Mitchell is going to be the guy, but as we saw on Sunday, when McCaffrey went down, it was a whole lot of Jordan Mason. He uh, got the bulk of the carries. Whoever is the guy in San Francisco is the most important pickup this week. If McCaffrey ends up playing Monday night, that's great. Plug him into your lineups. There's nothing to say there. But as we look at what's going on. Hi, Josh. Got a commenter. What's up, buddy? Uh, as we look at the most important waiver wire options, it's going to be a whole lot of San Francisco 49ers. And Cooper decided now would be a good time to play with the mic. So thanks, buddy. Uh, moving down the list, we've got Roshan Johnson, the running back for the Chicago Bears. Now, I know Chicago Bears running backs, not that exciting. Nobody's really looking at them and going, man, Got to get me a piece of that run game. Justin Fields is doubtful. Tyler Badgett, not exactly going to be moving the ball himself. Backup quarterbacks target the running back more often than the starter most of the time. Roshan is a capable pass catcher. He's a capable pass protector. And if he wasn't playing behind Bijan Robinson, we'd probably like him a lot more coming out of college. So I'm picking up Roshan Johnson. I'm plugging him firmly into my lineups as a running back too. No brain power required and he's going to be readily available because nobody wants to grab the injured running back moving down the list as ash is barking in the other room you're getting the full dog treatment today so tune in for the fantasy football and stay for the dogs we've got a couple of wide receivers that i want to talk about first of all rishi rice kansas city chiefs nobody likes the kansas city chiefs receivers and that's for very good reason None of them are really like running through and having a, a majority of the snaps and a majority of the targets. But on a target per route run basis and a target per snap basis, Rasheed Rice is easily pacing that room. Sky Moore is dead. Kadarius Tony is dead. Marquez Valdez-Scansling was never alive to begin with. Uh, Rasheed Rice is going to need to get more involved in this offense if they want to actually make a playoff run. I know that they're winning as a team, but it's a lot of defense. So... Pick up Rasheed Rice. Throw him at the end of your bench. Throw him on your flex if you're feeling, feeling a little ballsy. But all of these players are available in over 50% of leagues. I probably should have said that to begin with. And that is on ESPN. 
moving down the line. If anybody listening or on YouTube wants to throw questions or comments in there, I'm more than willing because I'd like a break to read and chill. But Quentin Johnston, he plays tonight. So full transparency, this is being recorded. If you're not listening live on YouTube and you listen on Spotify later, like this is Monday afternoon, 540-ish. Uh, he could go out tonight and he could stink. He could go out tonight and he could get hurt. I'm calling my shot now. Quentin Johnson's going to go out there and he's going to be involved in the offense, a valuable weapon for Justin Herbert. And the wide receiver two in the Los Angeles offense is more valuable than the wide receiver one, probably 20 other teams. So give him a go, plug him in, pick him up, flirt with it a little bit. If you don't risk it for the biscuit, why are you playing fantasy football? He is available in over 50% of leagues and just under 50% on sleepers. So sleepers a little ahead of the curve there. The post-buy rookie bump is alive and well. These receivers, as they take time to develop, like not everybody's showing up in their Puka Nakua, breaking records left and right. Like sometimes the guy needs to get involved in the offense, to understand what an NFL workload is like, to learn the route tree, to be earn the trust of the coach and earn the trust of the offense before they're actually employed. So look for QJ this week. Moving on down the list. Let's talk about a gross quarterback. Let's talk about a quarterback that you probably don't want him. But we got a bad bye week coming up. Next week, Dak Prescott's on bye. Joe Burrow's on bye. Maybe you pick CJ Stroud up off of waivers and you're like, man, my season is saved. I don't have to play the waiver wire game anymore. He's on a bye week too. So we got Sam Howell, the quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Uh, It's not been pretty this week. It's not been pretty this year. When you watch the game and then you see what the box score is at the end, it's not, it's not the same thing. But he likes to scramble. For some reason, he thinks he's Lamar Jackson. And as long as he's running and he's, you know, making it happen with his legs, he's a bi-week fill-in. He gets a really, really good matchup next week against the New York Giants who just do not look like a team that is ready to play football. And as long as they're not just committing blatant pass interference all game like they did against the Bills last night, Sam Howell should be able to move it around a little bit. So look for Sam Howell in your one quarterback leagues if you need a bye week fill-in or if you had Anthony Richardson and other quarterbacks that have been hurt. Moving on down the list. This is gross. I'm going to talk about two tight ends. I don't even like to talk about one tight end. I'm going to talk about two. I'm going to shout out Gerald Everett again. Consistently undervalued. And this week, maybe he doesn't light it up tonight. Maybe it's not the craziest thing in the world. Or maybe he does play well, and he gets a matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs next week where that over-under is going to be set at like 62 points. Like We're expecting a shootout. It's going to be a crazy game. I want every piece that I can get in that game. So go ahead and grab Gerald Everett, maybe even Donald Parham if you're feeling frisky there. He doesn't count as the second tight end, though. Let's talk about Taysom Hill. Man, it is an annual tradition at this point. Uh, it's October. The leaves are falling down. The world around us is getting a little cold. I got my, I got my sweatshirt on from Alaska. I'm feeling nice and cozy. And Taysom Hill has a spike week. And it wasn't the normal Taysom Hill spike week where he has – 
three snaps at quarterback and he throws a touchdown and he has four carries, which ends up in two touchdowns. Like he was actually playing tight end yesterday. He had seven receptions, not for a crazy amount of yards, but any tight end getting seven receptions, that's a unicorn these days. So if he continues to grow in his role in the offense, if he continues to develop as a tight end, which is a weird thing to say about an over 30 year old player that they're still developing, but this guy is a converted quarterback that they're just trying to find a way to get him on the field and get him involved. If he's taking snaps at quarterback, he's valuable. If he's taking snaps at running back, he's valuable. If he's taking snaps at tight end, he's valuable. There's not a lot of tight ends that are going to be involved on their team. Pick up Taysom Hill, plug him into your lineup. Again, bye weeks are coming. You could do worse than Taysom Hill. He's available in over 90% of leagues on ESPN. Just, just a gross thing. I didn't want to talk about any, but I'm state mandated to do that. Let's talk about one last little defense. And then unless there's any questions in the chat, we're just going to close it on out here. Quick little in and out like the burgers. Do you really, you don't need a great defense. You need a defense that's playing a bad offense. And right now the Browns are a bad offense. Whether they're rolling out Deshaun Watson, whether they're rolling out PJ Walker, whether they're rolling out one of their many other backup quarterbacks. Uh, and it hasn't been smooth sailing for them. The defense that is playing the Browns is averaging 13.8 fantasy points a game right now. And none of them has gone for negative points. I think the lowest point total was two. And that was just, you know, one off week out of the five or six games that they played. Really, really expecting the Colts to shut down the Browns. I'm expecting them to have a good fantasy day. And as you're just trying to play the game and finding the right team playing against the bad team, it looks like the Browns are, again, the team to target, unless you can find a worse offense than the Panthers. Anyway, that closes it out. I'm going to run through some honorable mentions real quick, give another shout-out to Dubby, give a shout-out to Cooper, and then get us out of here. Uh, Kyron Williams is undergoing an MRI. We're not sure if he's going to play or not. If he doesn't, obviously, Zach Evans or Ronnie Rivers – Take your pick on a bad Rams running back. Jamison Williams didn't play a lot of snaps. He's fast. If he catches a long touchdown, it's good. If he doesn't catch a long touchdown, you're going to be disappointed. Craig Reynolds, running back for the Detroit Lions. We're hoping, hoping, praying in our soul, just asking the fantasy football gods that Jameer Gibbs is back. Even if he is, Craig Reynolds might carry the load, and we'll see how it goes. You can pick him up and use him as a RB3 or a flex play. And Kareem Hunt had a spike week. Maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't. Not feeling very confident about that, but he's worth a look. All right. That does it for this week's Waiver Wired. Courtesy of Dubby, use code FFRPG at checkout. And follow us on Twitter at FFRPGpod. P-O-D. And... Say goodbye to Ash as he barks off in the distance. This has been Waiver Wired Week 7. I'm FF Mike Cash. Goodbye.